0: I wanted to dress women, you know, cause the pervert inside of me wanted to, you know, I wanted to look at the women that I was dressing, you know? (laughs) You know, that's just how my mind works. That's just how I am. If this yeah. is what life sounds like, yeah. then yeah. this is what the world yeah. is. Yeah. Got yeah, between the whole zeitgeist, yeah. found out true religion. Man. Ain't nothing yeah. but some old jeans. Yeah. Struggling through the whole thing. Yeah. 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 I might need me a refund. refund, cause I can't fit in these things. I don't know. I spent yeah. too much on the floss. Yeah. Yeah. Shine me down for the gloss. gloss. The cause yes. is way too expensive. Yeah. The fact yes. is keeping us lost. Gloss. I'm looking yes. for the old meaning yeah. to get us out of this teaching. teaching. They tell yes. me that I'm too or well, maybe that I'm too preachy, I'm preachy. Yeah. Hello listener, Inconsistently Consistent Podcast I'm Eric, better known as Everything Real is Known Hey listen, I absolutely, positively hate asking for help I feel like I could do everything by myself And I don't know if that's just the way that I was bred Or if that's just, you know, something that was built inside of me Where I feel like I don't need to ask nobody for help. I've always been a self-starter. I'm kind of lying. I never been, (laughs) I wasn't always a self-starter, but I I was a sponge, right? I always looked at whatever was going on around me, and I soaked it up like a sponge. And I don't know what that part of it is, if that was just just me kind of saying, I'm going to soak up all this shit so I can do it on my own. I don't know if that was the case, but... That's that's, that's that's how I feel. I feel like I could do everything by myself. I don't need nobody's help even when I was even when I was rapping and I was making music you know when I started out 14 15 years ago you know and I was 14 no, not 14 15 years ago, 14 or 15 in age let's let's be clear I've been doing this for a while but but when I started out, I soaked everything up like a sponge. I wanted to be the one who did it all on his own. I I didn't need anybody's help. I wanted to be the guy who could step into an arena and say, you know what? I did this all on my own. Nobody's help. But it doesn't always work out like that. So, let me take you back. You know, shout out to Eli Edub. He was one of my producers. Shout out to Wade Martin, he was one of my producers. I remember stepping into these guys' studio, and I remember going to the conservatory, to the school. I remember stepping into that realm and stepping into the studio for the first time. And what happened is, when I stepped into the studio the first time, it, it, it kinda shocked me. It shocked me in the fact that when I stepped into the studio, I was in a whole new world, but it was a world that I wanted to learn about. It was a world I wanted to know more about. It was it was it was all these gadgets, all these gadgets. Maybe that's probably when the the love of technology started for me. Okay, so I'm watching what these guys are doing on the buttons, all this you know mixing, all this mastering that they're doing to my vocals, all this editing that they're doing to my vocals, all this different thing to make me sound beefier and badder and you know, at the time I was trying to be a gangster, you know, so you know, I I had some lyrics that, you know, <laughs> you know, might put me a little street. But see, here's the thing: all their gadgets, all those gadgets, and I had to go to these guys and I had to ask them to record me. I needed a book studio time. My mother would always ask me, what would it take for you? to get your own studio and at the time when she was asking me i always felt like why the fuck are you asking me that i already got a system this system is working don't you hear the music but she was trying to get me to to think further she was trying to get me to expound my mind and say hey eric you you could do this shit on your own you see, once again, bred it. I was bred it that way. This is the way I can. This is this is who raised me. This is this is what I was bred to do. I was I was bred to do this shit on my own. So she would always ask me, "What would it take for me to have my own?" And I was like, "I don't know a whole lot of equipment, cause that's what I saw when I stepped into these worlds. I seen a whole vocal booth that was you know soundproofed out. I seen." You know, a mixing table that was way beyond my pocket at that point in time. I seen a whole lot of gadgets and gadgets and wires and, 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 and audio equipment that was stacked on top of each other. I seen a whole bunch of shit that I had no idea how to get my hands on. No idea. So when she would ask me this question, it was a question that was so big. I couldn't even wrap my mind around having my own studio. To be able to record anything, okay. So let me let me let me jump into Wade Martin, right? I talked about stepping into these studios and all these gizmos and gadgets. Once again, shout out to Wade Martin because he's a great guy, great producer. Okay. So I step into his studio, and when I get inside of there, everything is touchscreen. But once again, it's all it's a it's elaborate vocal booth. Everything is elaborate. Everything is 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 top-notch state of the art. So I'm like, wow, this, this, this is great. So tap, 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 Eric, what would it take for you to have your own? Again, it was a question that was way too big because of what I was seeing at the time. I didn't know how to put any of this stuff together and make you know make something happen. What the fuck was I gonna do? I was just me. I was the guy who had the lyrics and I, I was the guy who was the rapper. I didn't need to worry about any of the extra shit. I just needed to worry about how to rap. But as time went on and as I moved forward, I start to i start to look and say, you know what? I can do this on my own. It's, it's as simple as me getting this piece Getting that piece, getting this piece to work with this piece. And wow, voila. I was able to produce three of my own albums on my own. Now, hmm, they might not sound the greatest, but, <laughs> but, but nevertheless, okay, I bust my ass on these three albums to make sure that they were something that was credible that I could put my name to, right? Something that I felt proud about. I was really proud about this. Okay? But When I started to do um, music and when I started to kind of do everything on my own, what I started to notice is that I could do my own thing in other places. I've always had the thought of having my own clothing brand. I've always had my thoughts on uh, my own clothing brand. And I guess I just modeled it after Jay-Z and Rockefeller, right? I was like, Rockefeller, Dame Dash, Jay-Z, they got a clothing brand. Why can't I have one? So I've always thought about having this thing. So when weird came about, it wasn't like it was something that wasn't necessarily thought of, or I just pulled it out my ass and was like, you know what, this is this is where I'm gonna go with this clothing brand. This is what I'm gonna do. It wasn't never a thing like that. I remember sitting and drawing up sketches of what I wanted the, the logo to look like. And, and, and by the way, let me be honest, let me be clear. When I started, to, when I started this brand that I was thinking of in my head at the time, it was a it was a woman's clothing brand. It, it wasn't a guy's clothing brand. It wasn't built for guys. It was built for women. I wanted to dress women, you know, because the pervert inside of me wanted to, you know, I wanted to look at the women that I was dressing, you know, you know that's just how my mind works. That's just how I am. <laughs> but I, I, I built this brand for women. And I had the name, I had the logo, I had everything mapped out and everything how I wanted it to look. But I never pushed forward with it. And you know why I didn't push forward with it? Because I thought I needed somebody else. And I, my prideful ass, my prideful self, I didn't want to go ask anybody for help. I didn't want to ask, how do you do this? How do I get this going on my own? I probably could have been FUBU before FUBU. Let's be clear. You know, Damon Johns went on and took that on, and you know, I, I, I don't know if I could have ever filled those shoes, right? But the thought was there, and the thought about me doing it on my own was, once again, it was there. It was something that I wanted to do on my own. Which brings me to, you know, my podcast, right? So. With my podcast, I wanted to make sure that this was something that I could do on my own, okay? Because I, I'm a self-motivator. Let's let's be clear here. I do a lot of shit on my own. I can handle myself, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but <laughs> so when I started Inconsistently Consistent, I was like, you know what? With this, I, I, again, I want to do it on my own. This is something that I feel like I can do on my own. I don't need anybody's help. And like I said, as the story goes, with weird, with inconsistently consistent with my music, I was able to do everything on my own. I've put everything out, you know, self-published, all that. I did it all on my own. Okay. And I didn't need anybody's help. I was able to do this shit all on my own. This season of Preachy is brought to you by Weird Clothing Company. When's the last time you made a choice for your future self? Yeah, I know it's kind of selfish, but your future self is screaming at you. What are we wearing? Did you know that over half of the brands that we wear were created out of thin air? And you're not thin air, are you? With Weird Clothing Company, we take pride in every piece of clothing and design that's put together for you because we believe in a meaning behind the brand. The name might throw you off, but I can assure you it's way deeper than you think. So let me be surface level. Weird Clothing Company, the world's first anti-bullying and streetwear brand. Yeah, I know I definitely piqued some interest. You're wondering how? Sounds like you're gonna be the one that's doing the digging past the surface level. Here's some help www.weirdclothing.co happy digging so what i ask you listener is do you feel like you could do everything on your own cuz i always hear this i always hear this thing now nowadays you need a team You need a team. If you feel like you're going to go anywhere, if you're going to feel like you're going to branch out anywhere, you need a team. In my hard-headed ass, my prideful ass, I'm like, fuck a team. Fuck this shit. I could do this on my own. Why do I need a team to tell me how to do me? I got the best ideas cooking up here. Nobody can tell me how to do this shit. Nobody can exercise that out. Only I can do this. So why would I go anywhere else to figure out how somebody else is going to tell me how to do it? This is all me. So I I looked at the whole notion or the whole saying of having a team. It's like, fuck that. I don't need a team. Okay. I could do this all by myself. All right. I've been doing a whole lot of other shit by myself. why do I need a team? Well, turns out I did have a team. I did have people that I was working with. So, let's explore. Let's deep dive. When I started up with the music and I started doing it on my own and putting out my own albums, right? I went to YouTube. I went to YouTube. There's that there's that there's that keyword again, YouTube University. I went there and when I went to YouTube I found a guy called Henny the Biz, great producer, a guy that could show me how to work and and show me how to do things on an iPad that I never thought imaginable. But guess what? Henny the Biz didn't know, but I did. He was a part of my team. He was a part of my team, my virtual team. So he showed me how to put things together. He showed me how to mix. He showed me how to listen for the sound. He showed me what equipment to get. He showed me how I could do this all on my own. But he was a part of my team. So he was a part of my virtual team. So when we talk about doing everything on on our own, we're really not. Because for me personally, I have a virtual team. I have someone that literally I look up their information and I try to get information from them or whatever they're showing me at the time on their how to videos. And I use their information applied and I mix it with what I have and it comes out great. And I'm doing something amazing <laughs> just based off of some how to videos from YouTube. But that's not it, right? So I've, did, I've dove into TikTok and I've looked into other creators and how they do things and I'm always searching to get more knowledge. I always wanted I always want to have more knowledge. I want to I want to be able to build more. I want to do more. That's the goal. That's the key. And so with these virtual people that don't even know that they're working with me, they just know that they're putting out some some quality content and I'm soaking it up like a sponge. I'm watching, I'm just, you know, analyzing everything that they're saying. I'm watching what they're doing. And I'm like, wow, I'm going to apply that with what I got. And I'm going to do something amazing. So I always point out some of these certain people that got me started. But let's let's dive a little, a little deeper, right? Because I started out with the music. Henny the Biz showed me how to get that started. So how did I start weird? How did that idea come about? Who showed me that? Well, once again, it was a team of virtual thinkers, of virtual creators that I had in my arsenal to show me how to get things done. I analyzed their videos, watched what they was doing, used some of their same techniques to be able to put my brand together or to make my idea come to fruition. Because weird didn't just come out of the sky like, you know. Oh, I want to start this clothing line. It wasn't like before when I had started the the, the ladies' clothing line, okay? It wasn't like that. When I had started that, it was an idea. It was something that I wrote. And I was like, hey, like, this is great. This is awesome. But it was something that I tucked away because I didn't know how to actually pursue it and make it come to fruition. So I have all these creators. I have all these people in my back pocket or in my tool belt. <laughs> that they don't know that they are helping me but they are but I mean listener we all do the same shit We go we go into different places and we go search for the information we go seek information from whoever it might be whether it be uh, YouTube university, or your fucking best friend or your neighbor across the street. We're always seeking knowledge and we're always trying to get help with things that we're falling short on or things that we don't know how to to come to fruition. So when you sit up there and you say this this, this thing, like me, because I'm, again, I'm prideful. I'll tell you, I'll be the first motherfucker to tell you, like, I did it all on my own. I did this by myself. And I'll stick the the stick in the sand and say, I did this. I'm standing on this fucking rock. Who's going to knock me off? I did this. But let's be clear. Let's be honest. I didn't do it all by myself. I had virtual help. I had people that they didn't know that they were helping me, but they were helping me put this together. It's the same thing when I went into Inconsistently Consistent. I used the same knowledge applied. I went to YouTube University and started to look up how to start a podcast. What what um what host would I use, right? And I'm gonna shout out somebody else. I'm gonna shout out this guy. His name is Carcino. Um, he's on YouTube again, but I followed him because again he just. Grabbed the camera, started shooting, gave us a story. His stories were excellent to me. They might not be excellent to you, but they, they're excellent to me. I like them, okay? So, <laughs> in particular, in particularly, he has a series about Rick James and just kind of like older music and beefs and scuffs and stuff like that. So, I like it. It's, it's something that I dove into. So, I like this guy. But primarily when I was watching his videos on YouTube and I was watching him tell his stories on YouTube, I was like, how can I do something like that? I've always wanted to start a podcast. I've always wanted to do this. I've always wanted to to be in front of the mic and, and, and talk to you guys and flush out my ideas and let you guys in. And this crazy motherfucker, This still trap up here. Okay. I always wanted to do that. And so one day I'm watching one of his videos and I'm listening to him. And it comes across with this Anchor ad, Anchor FM. And I'm like, oh shit, this is awesome. He just gave me the fucking key. He gave me what I needed. He gave me the knowledge. This is great. I can go figure out what I need to do. And all I gotta do is just simply copy what he was doing. This season of Preachy is brought to you by Weird Clothing Company. Do you know what cool is? No, me either but it seems like we're obsessed with what we're not. See, we keep chasing after this thing that we'll probably never have, and once we have it, well, we'll probably get bored with it. Did you know that's the same mentality that a bully has? Conquer all, seek and destroy. What if I told you that there was a brand that wanted to squash out the mentality of bullies while making you look cool? Don't believe me? The brand is Weird Clothing Company. And the style, well, I'll let you check that out for yourself. Go to www.weirdclothing.co and see for yourself. We're Clothing Company, the small brand that fights back. So I did my research. I dove into Anchor FM to see if it was actually a good thing. And I found out that, yeah, it is a great thing. It's something great to have. So I'm like, okay, fuck yeah. Led me on my way. Carcino will never know that he helped me out, but he did. He's somebody that truly helped me out when I was sitting there seeking the knowledge. I was listening to his video and intaking and, and, and his content and consuming it, but he had no idea that he really was helping me out. So fast forward to, to today. Well, let's back up a little bit. <laughs> when I started this journey, when I got into podcast or podcasting. One of the things that my daughter would just and, and, her, and her and her boyfriend would gnaw at me. Gnaw at me, okay? Man, man your podcast got to be video. It's got to be video. If it's not video, I'm not watching it. You know, I'm not listening. I mean, if it's not video, I'm not going to listen to you. I'm not going to go, and I'm not going to uh, click on your uh, Spotify. I'm not going to click on your your Apple podcast. I'm not going to click on none of this shit if you don't got video. So it was like, damn, I don't know how to do video with podcast. I don't know how to do this shit. I just know that I know how to pick up the mic, turn it on, and get busy. Okay, I know I need an audio interface. I know I need a microphone that has phantom power. I know I need these things to work together simultaneously. So it's so I'm 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 you know, I could put this show together. Right? But I start I started to tap into what he was into. And I come across a, a podcast by the name of Joe Button and Joe Rogan and all the Joes. <laughs> everybody everybody with a joe got a podcast okay so joe you got a podcast i probably i probably listened to your shit and that's probably what it is joe came up with a podcast and i and i and i tapped into the shit and and, you know history was made joe thank you thank you joe (laughs) but one of the things that was crazy to me is that i watched this podcast and i watched what he was doing and I watched this guy be on camera and I watched him talk his shit and I watched the entertainment I watched why people tuned in so I said you know what this is something that I do want to get into I just don't know how so I had to go seek the information I had to go figure it out so I did that and I was able to figure it out and lo and behold, by the time I got ready to figure it out, Spotify comes in the game and they say, hey, 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 we want to give you an opportunity since you're signed up with Anchor, we want to give you an opportunity to put, put this shit to video. It was just perfect timing. So again, Spotify doesn't know that they're helping me, the creator. They are my virtual team. But here's the thing. In 2022, I know that I can't do it all by myself. At some point, I'm going to need some help. So, i put this to you, listener. You hear me. You hear my podcast. You see me. You watch the show. I want help. I don't want virtual help anymore. I want real help. I want a real team. Because my idea of this show is to expound. is to get bigger. I told myself if I was going to come back for the fifth season, I wasn't going to bullshit this time. I was really going to put in all the effort, all the focus, everything that I got. I really want to expound the show and and, and go on a broader scale. And what I want to do is I want to build a community. I know... That there's people out there like me, or if they listen to my podcast, they, they, they probably get something from it. They probably are taking something from it. Either, <laughs> either it's like, that motherfucker Eric, everything real is known, he crazy as fuck. He crazy as fuck, bro. I, I don't know. Or you're actually getting some of the jewels that I'm dropping. But I need a whole team. I need writers. I need producers. I need a videographer. I need it all. And I want to be in control of it, obviously, because it's my show. But I need help. I want real people to help me so I can build a community and build this show even stronger and better. Because I believe, just like Joe Button and just like, you know, those people that I see out there, Joe Rogan, you know, that have this elaborate podcast that people tune into week after week, day after day. I really believe. That, they're, that the team that's behind them is making them go. It's making them go further than they ever would have thought or ever would have imagined. That's where I'm at. My thoughts are right on the, on, the, on, the, on the cusp of being further and being better. I can do so much. You see where we're at. When we're in weird studios. I can only do so much before I have to hand the reins off to someone else to help me. We didn't even get into weird in regards to all the vendors that helped me there to put everything together, to bring my ideas to fruition, so that way I could present it to you, the masses, the listener. We didn't even get into that part of it. You see where I'm at, you see who I am. You see that I really work hard. I I work hard and I want somebody like-minded that's going to work just as hard as me to be able to put this show on another level. We've already we've already, you know, hit plateaus and we've already hit goals that we were supposed to hit, but I want to hit even more goals. I got even more ambition, even more dreams that I wanna produce and get out to the world. I might seem crazy up here, but I wanna do more. And I know if if I have a team to be able to do more or to be able to push further, it's only gonna get better from here. So that's what I wanna do. That's my goal, right? So the question, right? Can you do it all by yourself? Yes, but no. You cannot do everything by yourself. And even I know that. It took me a while to figure it out. But even, <laughs> even I know that. I can't do it all by myself. As much as I would love to. But let me tell you something else in regards to doing it by yourself. When you do it by yourself, it's a lot of alone time. You get lonely doing a whole lot of shit by yourself. Yes, I can do, you know, millions of things i got millions of hats that i throw on i can do a lot of shit but there's still so much more that i can't do and i don't want to virtually look for that information constantly i definitely want to build a team around me because i know if i do have that team around me we're going to go further and we're going to do some major shit together So, again, listener, answering the question, can you do it all by yourself? I don't think so. You could do a lot of shit by yourself. But nine times out of ten, if you're trying to build a brand or if you're trying to build a company... Yes, you might be able to get a whole lot of information from YouTube University. Yes, you might be able to get a whole lot of information from just soaking it up like a sponge and being in the area. You might be able to learn a whole lot there. But if you don't have that team, if you don't have those like minded people that are going to be around you to build up what you're trying to do. You cannot do it by yourself. Thanks for listening. This podcast is produced and recorded by me. I'm the only one behind the scenes making this podcast happen. So listening and spreading the word would be greatly appreciated. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I'm sure your ears will thank your brain later. Inconsistently consistent. Preachy. I'm out. This episode of Inconsistently Consistent was produced and recorded by Eric G. Polk, a.k.a. Everything Real is Known. This is a Weird Recordings production.